Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey guys, guys. happy Wednesday. Yay, (laughs) Wednesday. We recorded an opening and then decided to re-record, which is why we sound so extra perky, guys. Yeah, because it was weird. It's not the coffee talking. We've got a not-so-weird show today. We are talking about what to worry about in parenting and what not to worry about in parenting. And, like, for someone who worries about everything, I really enjoyed this concise list. Yeah, I could use some less things to worry about. Yeah, I think it'll make you feel better. Yeah. It made me feel better, so I think it'll make you feel better, too. Then we have one of our favorites, TikTok K-Hole. But as always, we have our hashtag swag bag. And up next, take it away, one of our children. The tits and the sits. Well, yours are all written down, so I feel like you should go first. I was trying to be organized, Ashley. No, that's great. I, like, so appreciate that. God bless. You know I love organization more than anything. It's the lack of organization that I'm always like, ah, not just with you, with everything in life. So I think I'm going to start with the shits. Okay. Is that okay? Please. So Luna has found YouTube kids. Oh, congratulations. Welcome to the dark side. She calls it YouTube, which I think is funny. That is funny. YouTube. And she is obsessed with the videos primarily from Candy Swirl. Mm. Candy Swirl Z or Candy Swirl. Is that like a game? No, it's this woman who takes various dolls and then like plays with them with these like elaborate storylines, like a soap opera, but with dolls. Nice. My dad used to do that when he came home from work with my Barbies when I was little, and it was like my favorite thing. But, you know, it's probably a little different to watch some random grown-ass woman you don't know do it. Well, it's like she has an accent. I definitely think she's Canadian, but I think she might be Eastern European living in Canada. Oh, she has the Nicole Kidman in Nine Perfect Strangers accent. Yes, she keeps (laughs) saying Elsa and Anya. No, she goes Elsia. Elsia? The fuck is that? And she says about, so which that makes me think that there's some Canadian in her. She's got like a trap accent. She does not care about what her nails look like. Oh no, you when do not like that. she is playing with these close-up dolls. There is an Australian or New Zealand woman, I have a hard time just differentiating that accent, who does Lego tutorial oh, and setup reviews. That's my shit right there. And she always has an on-fleek manny. I think that's how you can tell the experienced, you know, YouTube stars that are making some real money versus the ones that are not. Just like, the, you know, YouTube stars, they're just like us. If you can afford a good Manny for your, those up-close shots, you're doing good. I think Candy Swirl is doing well. I have so many questions. She's also into this one where this man plays with varying size Paw Patrol figurines. Oh, I've seen those. Sebastian likes those, yes. Yeah, yeah. I have so many questions about these videos. Do these people have children? Do they not have children? If they don't have children, what made them want to play with toys? Do they get these toys for free? How big is their setup? I really really need to interview some. I have so many questions. You know who I want to interview is on Amazon Prime Kids or Amazon Video, whatever the fuck it is, Jeff Bezos. There is like a Russian lady with two Russian-y American kids and they do like family videos and I hate all of them, including the children. And they've done videos where like 
does the real thing or the gummy version taste better? So it's like one kid gets a plate of bacon and eggs and the other kid gets a plate of gummy bacon and eggs and they have to pick which one they like better. And Sebastian went through a phase where he was really into this this weird family and I just, why the fuck would anybody want? It's just so, like, why is this the content they felt the world needed? When we had a babysitter, because we lost both our babysitters to college, not to COVID, but to college, which is a good thing to lose your babysitters to, I guess. But when we had a babysitter, I kept saying, you can watch those kind of videos with the babysitter, but not with me because they they like hurt me from so many levels. We talk about this all the time, like being in the industry, like from a production value, they hurt me from an education value. It just, it hurts me deep inside my being to watch these videos. Yeah. But now we don't have a babysitter. So like she's watching them with me. Yesterday, I watched that candy swirl lady take two industrial sized sponges and make squishy lol surprise dolls Hmm. by cutting up a sponge and painting it. And the results were terrifying. (laughs) And she's like, this looks pretty good. I'm like, why do you need a squishy lol surprise doll? And this is the worst looking thing I've ever seen. And Luna kept being like, it looks really good, mom. I'm like, it doesn't. She's not a crafty person. She does not look good. I feel like this is like the TikTok people that do kink videos, like disguised kink videos where they like, I just watched one the other day where they put like zebra cakes, like six zebra cakes in a waffle maker and put caramel sauce. Hi, Luna. And then it was like dripping out. And these are like undercover kink videos. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Luna, what do you what do you like about YouTube? Um, YouTube is the kind of Did she say YouTube is the Kanye West of Paw Patrol? Because that's what I heard. I think that's what she said. It it makes zero sense either way. Can you say YouTube? YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's cute. That's like Sebastian saying, Alax, mama, Alax. That's the shits. But also, Blippi, Blippi, Mr. $40 million has pulled a Gallagher on us. Evidently, he has hired other Blippies in the costume because he can't even be bothered to do the piss poor job he does anyway. So I heard about it from our neighbor, but then you, I forgot to tell you, you sent me like a TikTok or something and you're like, what the actual fuck is this? And I was like, yeah, I know. Here's what happened. So remember before COVID, Blippi went on tour. You know, he had a live show tour and all these parents- Doing God knows what. I can't even imagine. But parents were outraged because they spent all this money on tickets and I'm sure meet and greets and all kinds of shit. And it wasn't the real original Blippi. It wasn't Steve John or whatever the hell his name is. It was this other guy. So I think in order to keep the tour with this other guy, they introduced something called Learn with Blippi. And it is this other guy. So they're both blippies right now. So also that Steve John doesn't have to refund money. Oh, no. So that he doesn't have to go on tour when all is said and done, which I still think is kind of messed up. Like, just go on tour. You want to keep breaking in the money, just go on tour. You don't buy a Taylor Swift album and then go to the concert and it's not Taylor Swift. Of course not. That's why I'm saying, like, why? Now knowing, I will never buy Sebastian tickets for Blippi Live because why would I want him to go see this? And he doesn't even want to watch the Blippi videos with the other guy. 
guy. He just wants original Blippi. Also, sidebar, I don't know if you've watched Paw Patrol live on Paramount+. Plus. It's terrible. It yep. is terrible. the worst thing I've ever seen. It, like, most Paw Patrol shit is fine. Whatever, it's annoying, but it's fine. The mayor has a limp. Did you notice the mayor has no, a limp? No, this shit just makes me want to shoot myself. It is so bad. It is so bad. The guy that plays Ryder is like... Oh, my God. I also do a better mayor good way. It's true. So. Yeah, like her mayor good way is not as good as mine, and I am not a trained uh, voice And also actor. there were like female puppeteers playing male characters. I was okay with that part. What I wasn't okay with was how fucking lame the whole, th- it was just so lame. So lame, Ugh. so lame. So I guess the moral of that story it's is- There's no Lion King. Right. Never pay for your kid to go to a live action version of their favorite show. I'm another, like a half a shit. Guys, I'm really disappointed in you, audience. I'm very, very sternly upset with you. Why? No one called our number when we asked for reactions to looking at celebrity bulges. I'm disappointed. Ain't nobody got time for that. They're busy looking at real bulges. I thought I knew you. Get on it, people. We were not joking. We wanted to hear your reaction to looking at the bulges. Yeah, we do want to hear your reaction. Also, we just want to hear from you. We're lonely. <laughs> Help us. To remind you, the Momtourage phone number is 201 677 2428. You're going to get a timeout if you don't call us. Just say hi. Oh my hi. God, don't threaten me with a good time. Mm. Tits. Well, I guess this is shits turned into tits. We had Hurricane Ida hit our neighborhood and it was really, really bad. And our side of the street, you know, we had talked to our neighbors. We, throughout the last couple of days, we've been helping them with charging their phones and whatever, giving them food. And so we decided to throw a outdoor little barbecue, not a super spreader event, but just like a little outdoor thing because they had been suffering so much. So we just gave them some food and some cocktails and it was really, really nice. Like it just felt like a real neighborhood in the way COVID has like a team builder. That's kind of nice. Thing. Sometimes the things that are horrible also bring people together, you know? Yeah. And then Lee and I on this long, we're recording this um, labor, like, right after Labor Day weekend, guys. We had time and we finally hung up some of the art. I sent you pictures, some of the art and stuff that we had just not had a chance to. And the house is really like coming together, yeah. creating these like little nooks and spaces. And I've always been a person that my home is really important the way that it looks like at, to my mental health. So it's nice to have it look like a, an oasis. Well, it looks lovely. I thought it was a picture of a hotel room. So it looks very, very oh, good. thank you. All right, that was like a long tits and shits for me. It How was. about you, Ash? My tits and shits. Well, today is Sebastian's first real day of school. You know, like he went to virtual school and then a little bit of in-person school. But today he like had to wear uniform and like all that stuff. And it's, you know, a weird mix of feelings. One, I'm like so happy that he has a sense of normalcy. There's a sense of structure in our lives again. I think it'll be really good for him to interact with other kids and, you know, do kid shit and learn stuff that I am just not capable of teaching him because I don't have the patience. I can't wait to hear how his day went after the fact. I know, me too. I do not like this or I do like this. I mean, he was very excited. He was not the whole time and then today he was very excited. So that's really good. I'm 
happy about that. Um, But, you know, I'm still scared about COVID. I'm still concerned about all of that because, of course, as soon as we dropped him off, I got like a CNN headline on my phone. I literally just got it right now again that the COVID cases were four times higher on average this Labor Day, which is frightening. But we do the best that we can. And thankfully, we live in an area where most people are vaccinated. The school is doing everything that they can protocol wise in terms of everyone has to wear a mask. Everyone needs to be vaccinated. So I'm just hoping for the best. And I'm honestly just deflecting as much as possible. My other tip is, you know, as scary as the summer was and like while we were crossing the street, Matt steps onto the curb and almost stepped on this bird, not a baby bird, fully like a sparrow, like a little fat cutie bird. And it was totally alive and just sitting there. And there was a man walking his dog and he was like, oh yeah, I've been seeing this a lot lately. Like something's happening with the Is it the matrix? Is it a glitch in the matrix? I don't know. Well, have you seen the TikTok videos where they think that birds are government robots, which I think is ridiculous. Actual science says not about that, but there is a bird virus going around because we got sent pamphlets or whatever that said to please not refill your bird feeders for a little while because they don't want birds congregating. What's the bird virus? I don't know. Some it's evidently it's only affecting birds and not transmittable to humans, but they're just saying they don't want forced interaction of different kinds of birds. So like don't have a bird feeder out. Between birds, I have lantern bugs in my backyard, which I'm going to call that hotline number as soon as we're done recording. Like all these different things. It's just, again, it's hard to stay positive, but I am trying my best. It's like the movie The Seventh Sign, which I saw way too young and then totally scarred me for I don't know what that is, but I don't need to see it. I went to Jewish day school and took Judaica every day. So I know the signs of (laughs) the plagues. Yeah. Remember Passover. Just so you know, it's a really terrible Demi Moore movie. So it, it could be just fun to watch how her face used to move when it was just her face. Oh, God bless. Yeah, but, you know, otherwise, I think the summer was really nice. It was a really great experience. I think we did the best that we could just between, you know, going to Matt's family's house, finishing, you know, this transition with my parents and seeing their house and spending time Every time, time you with say them. the transition with your parents, it sounds like it's something that's horrible. I know. Well, and it also sounds like you're transitioning them to, like, a facility. Yeah. Like, it just sounds weird to say transition. It just sounds weird. I don't know what else to say. Like, it has been a transition. It's like exciting. I'm glad they're situated now. Like my mom has a hair place and like all that other stuff, but it has been, a. you know, it went on from like April and we're in I mean, I still don't have a hair place here. God, your mom's even more settled than I am. Yeah, so I don't know what else to call it other than a transition. I mean, every time I've seen my friends, they've been like, so your parents just moved upstate to a town of 70 people and bought a general store? I'm like, yeah, man. You know, like it's just uh, it was a it was a big change. So yeah, should I call it something else? Transition just sounds overly weird and formal. I'm just saying. Yeah. The change. I don't know. Then it sounds like menopause. Either way, it has been a good summer. My tits and shits were all just muddied in together this week. Got it. Yeah. Should we go on to segment one? Let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
So this is from Parents.com, which is obviously a more reliable publication than us. Yes. And it's written by a doctor called Francine, which I just want to do a shout back to our What's in a Name episode because Francine spells her name in a way that I do not approve of. (laughs) But thank you, Francine, for your wisdom. It's F-R-A-N-C-Y-N-E. Why you got to be clever? Maybe it's Francine. I don't know. Francine, whatever. That's crazy. It is crazy. Um, Anyway, her name is Francine Zelster, Doctor of Psychology. Or Francine. Or Francine. And honestly, Francine seems more likely at this point with that spelling (laughs) in this current climate. So the article is, as a child psychologist, these are the behaviors that I worry about in my child, and these are the behaviors I don't worry about from my child. And again, we will attach the article. According to her, not you, correct? Correct. Okay, got it. Yeah, no one cares what I have to say about this. Well, I mean, people are listening to our podcast, so I guess like a little bit. I'm going to list some of the things she says to worry about, and I want to hear your take on it. Me, my take. Yeah, your take. Okay. Okay. So these are the things not to worry about. One, please stop worrying if you're a positive role model. I worry about it all the time. I know, me too. She says sometimes we have to work or we're we're busy and we can't be with them or give our attention as much as we want. But she said, trust that the person that you've chosen, hopefully you did so wisely, you know, with thought to take care of your child during that time, whether it's school or daycare or your parents or whatever it is, or your babysitter, that they are being enriched by them as well. Or YouTube kids. I mean, YouTube has done a lot of parenting on my behalf, that's for sure. Well, we'll get to that. That is one of the things. We'll get to that. Um, And then when you are with them, as best as you can, provide undivided attention and listen to their cues about what it is that they need or what is it that they're missing or whatever it is. And that just trust that, you know, we're all doing the best that we can. The idea of super parent just really, it doesn't exist. Okay. Please do not worry if they're meeting their milestones. I used to worry about that. I don't worry about that so much. Yeah, no, like I think once he got past that point, I don't remember what age that was, but once we stopped going to the doctor and the doctor was like, is he doing this? Is he doing this? Is he rolling over? Is he lifting his head up? Like now I'm just like, ah, he's fine. He'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm guessing that that still continues maybe for some parents whose kids are not necessarily moving at the pace that their friend's kids are. Yeah. So what she's saying is like, please, each child learns at their own pace. Like try not to do the comparison game. And it's especially hard, she said, when you have multiple siblings and one kid in the family at that age did something different, you know? She said, just as long as they're progressing like each day. I don't think she meant each and every day, but like, you know what I mean? As long as they're progressing daily, then please don't worry. So don't worry about that. Don't worry if there's a change in their routine. I do worry about this because I'm a little bit loosey-goosey with the routine now that she's not in school. Yeah, I, you know, I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't worry about it that much. Like, I feel like my sister, I always out my sister on the show. I gotta send my sister flowers, but uh, my sister is like super worried about routine, like extra. I feel like also we have one kid. She has the three fact kids. that she has three yeah. kids, like routine, probably helps her day go a little bit smoother. Yes, but she was just as worried when she had one. That very short window of time when she just had one. I was when Sebastian was little and he was like still napping and stuff. That routine was definitely like more of a concern. Now that he's out of it, you know, I notice that he wets the bed when we're not sleeping at home, but he doesn't wet the bed when we are at home. Like he'll wet the bed for the first night we're home and then he's fine again. So I think that's actually lessened the blow a little bit. Yeah. Well, she says, listen, the occasional letting the kids stay up late on vacation, it's a special occasion doing things, you know, different or something's happening in the family that's very different. And so the schedules have to adjust accordingly. They do, of course, like to know what to expect, but changes will not break them. Schedules can be adjusted and sleep can be retrained. So try not to like fixate. The kid will remember the special 
special thing. Yeah. So let them do the special thing even if it breaks up their routine. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Good advice. So don't worry if your kid's a picky eater. You know I worry about this all the time. Yeah. I'm either way about it. Sebastian's just a pain in the ass. He's not a picky eater. He just wants snacks more than he wants meals. Which I think is a common thing. I sometimes Luna just doesn't eat, which worries me. Right. That would concern me as well. I get it. Dr. Francine says as long as the physician is not concerned with the weight or the health of the child, don't worry about it. If they're hungry, they'll eat. If they aren't, they don't. One trick she likes to say is offer variety. Like one item in the meal is their preferred item that you think that they're going to eat. And the rest of the things are maybe possible. So my mom is a registered dietitian. And one of the things that she has taught me that makes it really helpful for your kids is get a plate with different sections. That's really, really helpful, the different sections. Make sure that not only is there a variety, but that the variety is different colors, bright colors. So like strawberries and, you know, purple grapes or green grapes and broccoli, like these different things. A, you know that you're giving your child the option of all those things. And then if they don't eat that, then you can kind of just like, that's it. That's what there was. And you move on. So once she kind of gave me that recommendation, that helped a lot. Awesome. Okay. So this is an important one. Don't worry about if your kids have screen time. I don't. It can be useful if monitored and regulated by caretakers. I think that's important. If you take advantage of the parental controls that are on the devices, whether that be YouTube kids rather than YouTube or a timer that shuts off after a certain amount of time, as long as you and your child interact with the screen and technology together, it can be an incredibly valuable tool that you don't have to fear. Good job peeping, kiddo. The other thing I think that people should keep in mind is like, I know $12.99 is a lot a month on top of everything else, but like if you get your kids something like ABC Mouse where they're playing games, but it's all educational stuff, you also feel a lot less bad about those things. Yeah, and I think the important thing is like, we don't want our kids zoned. So even if you have to get work done and you have to put them in front of the TV, if you can check in and be like, oh my God, look at that dinosaur. What do you think? Like make a dialogue so the kid isn't in that weird zone. I think that's the important thing is that we talk about it with our kids. We keep them present, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. These are things to worry about. So get your anxiety pills ready, guys. Who your kids' friends are. I totally worry about that all the time. Thank God Luna's only friend is Seba. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Sebastian is a minority in his class. I mean, I just don't want him to feel like the odd man out. And that plays a part in things for me. Well, we get to this. So she says, focus energy on getting to know your kids' friends. Educate your kids on how to make good friends. Set up play dates and extracurricular activities and talk after with your kid about whether they thought it went well. Which is hard to do in COVID times. Right. But just be like, tell me about your day. Like, you're right. like, did you think that went well? It's not like a peer review. You right. Know? For instance, if you observed your child never getting to choose an activity, like another kid kind of like running tings, as they say, you could say, I noticed you always agreed to play what Johnny wanted to play. What did you want to play? Right. Then provide your child a script of like what they could say next time. Maybe role play those interactions. And she's saying like both with friends and with siblings. So if you notice something happening in your own family with siblings, also use that as an opportunity. Like, you know, your brother always does this. Why? Or your brother seems to be doing this. What do you think you could do to change that? Let's practice that, you know? Yeah. Encourage kids to do activities that are high interest to them as opposed to choosing an activity that is just like popular. That makes sense. I think that's like a good life lesson. Yeah. You know, don't go to where the group needs to go. Go to where your heart wants to go. Yes, exactly. Do you worry if your 
child is kind. Kids are like sponges and they take everything in. So teach them to use language like everyone's included, kindness counts, and you teach them by you using that language. Have honest and age-appropriate conversations with them about when they observe other people being unkind. Explore how that could have been done kindly and what might have led to a more positive outcome. Teach empathy. Um, Children do not have to like everyone, but they should be kind to everyone. Even just with nature stuff, like with COVID and not really being able to interact or see many people, I'll say we don't just go on a walk and pull a flower off. You know, that flower is alive and we don't just take what we, just because we want to, like you have to be gentle. And and I think it's helping. She'll now like speak like some weird plant lady. Like she'll be like, we have to water our friends so they can be, um, and I'll be like, okay, are they thirsty? I mean, listen, Sebastian still stops and smells the roses all the time. So I get it. He's such a little delicate baby. He is, but he also tells people he hates them and he's going to kill them. So, you know, those are things I am concerned about. Yeah, concerned about that one. Luna keeps asking people to poop on her or asking if she can poop on them. I'm like, is this some German porn situation we're getting into? Like, what is going on? Half of this shit, you're like, how do you even know this stuff? Like, where did you think to ask someone if you could poop on them? Why are you telling people that you're going to kill them? Like, these things are not, they concern me. Side note, every time I ask Luna, because Luna said some weird things again recently, which I will just disclose in a later episode because I feel like we're going on too many tangents. But whenever I ask her how she learned things, she goes, I read it in the book. Oh, yeah. You told I'm me like, that. I'm like, is this like the Akashic Records or whatever? Is this like, it feels very like charmed. Like she's like the book of secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you a Freemason? Like what's happening? That's the first time you told me something where I was like, oh, that's a little weird. I don't like that one. She keeps saying in the book. Yeah. And she like emphasized that. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do worry if you are making the right educational decisions Every for day. your child, which you and I talk about this all the time, especially with COVID. Yes. Like this is like a hot topic. She says there's so many decisions to make and the educational standards shift constantly, like public or private is your school, like, you know, whatever. Are they signed up for enough extracurricular activities? Just know that no, this is important, no decision you make for your child is set in stone. That's for instance, nice. if you think you are pushing them too hard, pull back. Yeah. If you are unhappy with their school or activities, switch it up. Yep. Call a meeting. Yep. If they are struggling or falling behind, schedule an evaluation. You are your child's best advocate. Yep, it's true. Because I think often, I mean, like, obviously, like, it's a no-brainer, nothing set in stone, but I think we forget and we just, like, stay the course. So just being reminded of that, I think, is important. You know, listen, I'm a kid that never set foot in public school a day in my life, and my kid is in public school right now, and not in the best school system, to be completely honest. You know, every day, I wonder if I'm making the right decision, but I have a plan. You know, like, that's why we paid to go to the Catholic school. I really was not, because I do think individual and, you know, freedom to express yourself is important. So I worry about this one all the time. And I think, you know, especially when we're so close to New York and you hear people talking about like, oh, my child is six months old and I already have a preschool picked out and, you know, he's accepted into and all this other shit. Well, that's part of the reason why I moved down to New York because that just like stressed me out. I was like, I can't plan that far ahead. Like, I don't. And it's also just like, it's ridiculous. It really is. It's You also don't know your child then. I want to make my decisions based. Yes. I one time had an acting teacher that said, when you look at a role, don't worry about the stuff that is already like you. 
you're going to play that anyway. Right. Only worry about the stuff that is not like you and focus on that. I sort of feel that way with education. Like, I mean, obviously, I want to continue to foster the things that my kid enjoys. Right. But if my kid is doing well and is not an issue in a place, then I'm not going to focus on that. Yes. I'm going to focus on either what she wants to do or her weaknesses to find a school that will help boost those weaknesses, I guess. I, I feel like I said that weird. No, I get what you're saying. Can you imagine if Sebastian, Mr. I love to accessorize and like be a little kooky and like and like express myself in certain ways was going to the school where he can't even have like a sneaker. He can't even have his own backpack. Like it's too much. I was just going to say like having done both public and private school, Catholic school specifically, I'm glad that I did it. Well, I would have rather not gone to Catholic high school, but it is what it is. I'm so glad that the public school was the first thing because I had such a good sense of self and who I was and my personality that by the time Catholic school came, it, they weren't going to change that right. in me. I just was mad that I couldn't express it. But I can't imagine if it had gone the other way and I wouldn't have never even been able to cultivate all these weirdnesses in, in a way. I also just have a hard time believing that what school he goes to right now really makes that much of a difference that I need to be spending $20,000 on a right. four-year-old. Is that how old my kid is? Yeah, a four-year-old <laughs> education. There is a plan later on down the road. We will get to that. But right now, like, they're all learning how to use scissors. They're all learning the alphabet. They're all learning numbers. And I think- As long as he's in, like, a school that's safe. Yeah. Like, by, by safe, I mean, like, not some rando daycare center yes. that you don't know what's happening or whatever. I, I mean, listen, we have to, a lot to be worried about with school safety in these times. I mean, there's a cop mm-hmm. at his school. There's security, which are, like, literally, it's like a six-year-old fat man. But the cop is- A six-year-old? 60. I thought you said a six-year-old fat no. man. I'm like, that's an interesting <laughs> choice of police officer. No, the police officer is just a standard police officer. I imagine the kid from um from The Simpsons who's like, ha, Milton? Ha. Yeah. yeah. I choo-choo-choose you. <laughs> anyway. Do worry about whether your child is happy. This is so important. Rather than worry about it, just ask your child directly how they are feeling on a daily basis and try not to be dismissive of their concerns. Validate your child's feelings and show them that you are there to listen. This is really important. And I hope my mom does not listen to this episode because I do not want her to be offended. But it's a different time. Also know it's common for a child to get nervous the night before a test. It may be a sign of a bigger issue if your child expresses constant worry about non-specific causes, is hesitant to engage in activities that would otherwise be perceived as fun, or is constantly complaining of physical symptoms such as stomach aches, headaches, whatever it is. Now, this is important because I displayed so many signs, and I think I outwardly even said it, of severe anxiety as a kid. And because it was the 80s, they just were like, get over. I mean, my mom wasn't didn't totally say get over it. Like she did make the school say that I could call home whenever I wanted to, even if I was like getting out of class or whatever. But I threw up almost every single day. Oh, Jesus. Before school. Wow. Just like throw up and then go to school. And it was nerves and anxiety. And I did not want to do things that were fun. And I had social anxiety back then. And it was a daily thing. You know, I think I discussed it on the podcast before. I would write these like apology notes to my mother that just reading them now, I'm just like, oh my God, how did no one take me to a therapist this early? Like this is very (laughs) obviously dysfunction, you know, or whatever. I don't know. 
dysfunction sounds aggressive, but you know, I'm trying to teach my kids the tool, my kid, the tools now, sorry, I'm all congested today to deal with anxiety because thank God I know these tools now. How would my life be different if I would have had those tools from a young age? Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. Like I remember I had a very hard time separating. It wasn't like that, like what you said, but I had a hard time separating from my mom, like at school drop off. I was that kid that always cried. So I totally understand this. And it brings me a lot of joy that today at school, you know, dropping off Sebastian, he wasn't crying. And there was a lot of kids that were crying. And he was just like, Mm -hmm. bye. (laughs) It makes me happy. It makes me feel like I'm doing my job right. Because really, as parents, all we want is our kids to be happy and healthy, right? And well adjusted as much as possible. You know, sometimes parents aren't cognizant. And I agree. I think it's like a different time back then. There wasn't such a spotlight on a mental health overall. And a lot of people didn't have the foresight to think like, oh, this is a certain thing because there wasn't that spotlight. So also, you know, my mom was a single mom. Yeah, she had a lot on her plate. She was doing the best that she could. I had kind of a tricky home life on both sides. Yeah. Not because of my mother, but I just had some tricky, uncomfortable things that um, just were a fact of life that I was dealing with emotionally. And also my mom and I are different in that my mom doesn't really have anxiety. Like she isn't plagued with the same kind of thoughts. She can just stop thinking about things. And so it didn't even occur to her that this would be a thing because we are different like that. Like it's never, that's never been her issue. And so she just didn't even, no. And she's from like an Irish Uh, Catholic family where they just don't even talk about anything. When you're from like an Irish Catholic, like old school Jersey family, like that is not. She was one of seven kids. Her mother didn't know half of what was happening with the children because there was just so many freaking. The the amount of women Linda's age that I have met that I've said, like I remember working for this woman once and I was like, oh, my therapist. And she was like, you go to therapy. Her whole perception of me changed because I went to therapy. She thought I was a fucking quack. There's a lot to be said of a different time. Your mom is like always still been very supportive and loving and you guys are so close. And she's the one that put me in therapy. Yes. Yes. And she she believes that therapy is important and she's gotten so many other people therapy. You know, it just, it's not for her, she says. Um, I keep trying to get her to go. But sometimes people just, they don't have the tools in the toolbox. And once she did, she did everything that she could. So that's great. That's all you can do as a parent. She made an amazing ER and intensive care nurse because of those reasons too. So I just thank you. Francine, Dr. Francine, <laughs> who's probably so angry we're calling her by her first name, let alone making fun She probably fun has of no it. idea this is even happening. But if you do, Francine, we apologize, Francine. P.S. I like the name Francine. I like I that do name. too. I think it's a very pretty name. Not Francine, but I like Francine. <laughs> TikTok K-Hole. TikTok K-Hole. Oh boy. I gotta tell you, there are times where I just don't have time for TikTok. And then there are times where everything is doom and gloom. And I'm like, I need to go on TikTok and distract myself from the world. And this has been one of those times. So I have a lot of K-Holes. Should we just go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. So first, there's a woman on TikTok. Her name is Queen Board. And she does these really deep dives of the housewives. And I live for them. She's done Sonia Morgan. She has done Bethany. She's done.
done uh, all the Richards sisters. You know, I'm a housewife person, so it is like fucking juicy, juicy hot goss for me. Also, that being said is I love housewife parody accounts where people make fun of shit that's happening on housewives. Like, this is going to be outdated at this point, but there was this episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where Dorit has launched a wedding dress line and uh, she's trying them on and she's like, there's this one dress covered in fucking pearl. I mean, it's head to toe pearls, right? Like the whole thing is covered in pearls and her stupid idiot asshole husband who I can't stand, PK, who is also the manager of Boy George, he goes, <laughs> I have an idea. The pearl. Like he just came up with the most fucking intelligent concept in the world. A dress covered in pearl. Like what were you going to call it? The sapphire? <laughs> When shit like that happens and Matt and I talk about it extensively, which we do, and like we'll imbibe a little too much and just go on a tangent with each other where we're just like making fun of a situation as we did with this, to then see it represented on TikTok by people doing other funny things, just really, it gets my jollies off. Wait, is that sexual? Gets my jollies off? I mean, I think that is sexual, but maybe it is. It's funny. It's not sexual for me. Your turn. People posting about me. I knew the whole reason for this TikTok segment was so that you could humble brag. It actually wasn't, but I'm glad I did do it. I just figured like, what what, have we not done in a long time? And this was it. Who is that on that text chain, by the way, which I never interact because I'm like, who the fuck is this? My brother. Oh, that's your brother that found that? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Because we always post alien content. Carrie sends, instead of sending TikToks individually, which she does that as well, like I'll see a TikTok and be like, oh, this is for Carrie and Matt and I'll just send it individually. Carrie will do like a group TikTok send, but I rarely know who the other person is in the group TikTok. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I only have two group TikToks. You and Ariel, the nurse doctor okay. friend of mine, and you and Michael. Got That's it. it. Okay. Because I don't have their number saved, I feel like there's like 16. Got it. If it's Michael, if it's like alien conspiracy, something like that, and fashion gossip. J-Lo content is Ariel. <laughs> the important stuff. <laughs> the J-Lo right, content. Right, right. So yeah, so somebody saw an episode of Law & Order that I was in that is about very, I mean, it's a Law & Order SVU, so it's not about anything good. No. That's for sure. It's about me um, being molested by an older man and me thinking that it was love. Don't you get knocked up by him? Isn't that his baby or no? Yes. No, that was another person's baby. Oh, okay. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. Okay. Anyway, they come back to me and, you know, I'm like, it, love is love. It was love. And she's like, it was not love. It was rape. You were 13. He was whatever. And I was like, I never thought about that way. And she goes, whoa. Like, cause it's just that it hit hard. Yeah. And everybody's comments on her TikTok, it was like so many million, 37 million view, whatever. Yeah. And there was like 47,000 likes or something. It was like, it yeah. was a viral one, which is how your brother stumbled across it. Right. Everyone was like, oh my God, that happened to me too. This episode really hit hard. And someone was like, is that the girl from Twin Peaks? Which is like, I don't know which girl they mean, but yes, please make me be on Twin Peaks. Anyway. Were they talking about you or Mariska Hargitay? Me. Oh. Because I kind of look like the dead girl from Twin Peaks who you don't see very Uh, much. Oh, Laura Palmer. Yeah. That would make me like very old. Anyway, I answered some of their questions because they were like talking specific questions about the episode. And I obviously knew it was Mariska Hargitay's first episode back from maternity leave. I actually was holding her real child in the episode. So then I did a side by side. Anyway, I 
just was like shocked and excited. It's exciting to see yourself living on in TikTok infamy. If only it could be one of our videos that it happens to. I know, but. It's still exciting. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my next one is acrylic tumbler making videos. I don't know why. I don't even have an acrylic tumbler. I am now more interested in getting an acrylic tumbler. I don't know what an acrylic tumbler is. <sighs> like those fucking big tumbler glasses that have like either glitter or like things floating in them. Ew, ew, Ashley, I can't believe I've been it's wondering why so I keep basic. getting those videos because we share a TikTok once again, guys. I love watching how they're made. It's, it's not like even that live, I want one. I just like glitter. I just find the process very therapeutic, very creative. And I'll tell you, they're all ugly. They are all ugly. Although I did, there is one gay guy who does them and he talks about like all kinds of shit while he's making them. But he made one that was like a purple into black glitter. And I was like that. I like that one. Anyway, I might have a, an acrylic tumbler soon because at some point I'm going to watch it drunk and just order one. Like it, it's, it's bound to happen. Side note, I'm so confused about the TikToks where someone's doing their makeup, but they're talking about something else. Agreed. And it's always like ridiculous. It's always like also. two people were murdered. We're like, well, you're doing a smoky eye. I'm so confused. And then they do that like side camera shot thing that's weird. I, yeah, I don't I don't get that. Anyway. Organizing shit. Amen, sister. Just people organizing shit. Like I sent you one with a woman who decided to use shower curtain hooks yes. to hang up her shorts. And I'm like, genius. It's kind of genius. Yeah. I don't have the right thing to hook it to something. Like I don't have a ring. Also, you can just use an S hook. I feel like her idea was like not great because. Right. But I don't know what, I don't have anything to hook it to because I have like plain wood. Hang up a towel bar. You hang oh, yeah. up a towel bar and then you hang S hooks off of that. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing that for scarf organization. That's neither here nor there. We don't need to talk about that right now. Right. Any kind of organizing hacks. Yes. Like the refrigerator ones, the closet ones. I'm, I'm here for Agreed. all of them. Agreed. This goes with the acrylic tumblers, but all DIY videos, all of them. House DIYs, crafting DIY. All I can tell you is I am so motivated to get a shed. I told Matt yesterday, I was like, so for the backyard, I want us to get a shed that we can keep. It'll be like our little workspace where we can keep like tools and like saws and stuff like that because I'm going to start DIYing stuff. These women on TikTok that are like DIYers are so incredible to me because I have said on the show before, I am scared of power tools. I'm scared I'm going to just like cut a finger off and I need my fingers. I don't know what for, but I do need them. Typing, spreadsheets. Right, all kinds of- Wiping your picking ass. Picking my nose, you know? I need my fingers. But these women, they just like, they build fucking built-in bookcases, which is what I want to do in my living. They are just incredible, and I am so blown away and impressed by them. And I want to be one, so um, I'm working on it. I have a garage, and as soon as Luna is in school, like for reals, like I'm just going to be like woodworking. Yeah, like why not? Like what a great hobby. When I was a single girl with a garage, that's what I used yep. to do. This is short. So I'm, I'm going to go two okay. in a row. Is yeah, that okay? Yeah. Still into Skinwalker. I mean, content. who isn't? I'm still. Oh, I watched the one you sent me this morning with the, the woman yes. who was loading up her camper. Which she was problematic. Problematic in what way? That it wasn't totally believable? Yeah, she just seemed like the way she was talking. It just, I don't know, studying her body language. but And she was just so pretty. I just kept looking at her pretty hair. Anyway, I'm going to go another one, which is baby foodies. So Bella 
foodie is this adorable, I think she's a little a little adorable Asian baby. I think she's Asian. Why I'm saying that is because her mom feeds her a lot of food that you wouldn't normally feed. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That little girl. Yes. And she eats like sushi and stuff like that. Yeah. And she knows the name of all the sushi. Yeah, she's cute. She's like, Motamago. Yeah. She is just so adorable and she loves, this kid loves her food. She's like the ideal kid you'd want to cook for because she like eats fish. She, every, like she has definitely the umami palette. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. that. But she's just so cute and she's, I'm, I'm obsessed with yeah. that one. Okay. So guys, I'm still into 10 tapes. I am up to date on what's happening on 10 tapes. It is just, I'm convinced it's fake. It's all a game, but it is still fascinating. I don't care. I, I, I don't, I don't care, care either. No, I don't care. I've watched the YouTube video where he got, you know, beaten or whatever. Not beaten. He got hit and unconscious. All yeah. of it. Also, so I was, you know, on my For You page because I don't go to the following page. I only look on my For You page. And some woman started talking about how someone had given her syphilis and he had get or chlamydia. <laughs> chlamydia. This influencer had given her chlamydia and all the other women he was sleeping with. So then I went down this wormhole. Listen, I don't care about any of these people. I don't care about her. I mean, it's terrible that this <laughs> happened. Thank God it was one that is curable. But I was going through like multiple people's pages for like an hour. I was doing detective work because I was like, I gotta know what is going on with this story. Apparently there's this guy, Reed Choi. He is a TikTok influencer and he was like messing. And he's got a dirty he, he dick. He was like messing around. He was cheating on women. He's sleeping on a bunch of women and he gave a bunch of them chlamydia. He's sleeping on them? He's just I don't sleeping know. on And then them? they're doing videos about like, I guess he apologized, but then he was like, nah, I don't. The audacity of men. And I'm just going to link another one to this if that's okay, because it's yes. on the same topic. Belittling men. Any video where a man is just absolutely fucking destroyed is like my favorite. <laughs> You guys have had to have seen that one TikTok influencer. He's a musician, something poppy. And he says, like, the problem with women, this is why you don't have a boyfriend. And then everyone just destroys him. <laughs> I love videos like that. I love videos. I saw one today. I don't know if you sent it to me or it was just on the For You page of girls laying on their beach towel. And they film this guy telling them that their bathing suits are inappropriate and that there are children around. And they're like, well, don't, don't look at us. Just anything that destroys fragile male egos is just like entertainment for fucking hours for me. I could live, that's like, that's like, fuel. I don't need food. I just need <laughs> belittling men videos. That's all. And I Dear love men. God. I am not a woman hater. I mean, I'm not a woman hater or a man hater. I love my husband. <laughs> I would never do anything to belittle him. But just like, you know, like misogynists who just need to be taken down a few rungs. Oh, God. That gets my jollies off. That gets my jollies off in the right way. Okay, go ahead. A uh, secret deep dive Amazon finds. Oh, yeah. I love those. Like there's this, this like steamer iron. The one that looks like a flattening iron? Yes. No way is that thing good, by the way. It's impractical. I'm right about to order that lip tattoo thing. That it looks like a Q-tip and you do it and it's a little like, you put it on, it's like a lip stain. You break it, the tip of it and it goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like these poofs that are expensive. 
expensive, but it's just the outside, and then you fill it up with all your old towels and shit, or you put stuffed animals in them. I mean, I've seen those on Amazon. I haven't seen any videos about them. Yeah. Basically, any Amazon finds mm. that are really good, I'm into those. I love that. Okay, this is a bad one. Listen, all of those people in my life who tell me that I'm too angry about the current situation of the world, I hear you. Maybe earmuff for this part, because you are not going to like it, but I love anti-masker and anti-vaxxer doxing videos. I love them. There is something, the anger and resentment, it's like a fire in my soul towards these people. And every time I see one of those videos, it's just like, you squirt a little water on it. Like, it just like goes down a little bit. It's like, okay, the world is healing itself. If that plus a man belittling oh my video, God. you'd really jackpot. I would literally, oh Lord, it would just, oh, I, I don't even have the words. Watermelon sugar, hi. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon sugar, Yeah, hi. like I don't think I'd ever need to eat cheese again because I would just be like, life is... <laughs> made. Life is made here. <sighs> um, I like plastic surgeon videos in general, yeah. whether they're outing a celebrity, but I've recently gone down the K-hole of plastic surgeon saying, this is a waste of your time. Slash money. Yeah. Drinking collagen, rice water to make your hair thicker. Can I just say about that drinking collagen one? While I realize that he is the expert, I do have to say I drink collagen every day and it is not for my skin. It's for my nails and my hair. And I absolutely notice a difference. I get why he's saying it for skin, but I have weak nails. The collagen makes my nails so strong. Anyway. Rice water to make your hair grow thicker. Dedicated creams for eyes and neck. He says if you just have a really good cream, it should do it all. But you spend money like where you need to spend money. He also, this one specific doctor, he does like what he'll spend a lot of money on and what is like a waste. Double chin straps, stretch mark creams, drugstore peels and masks. He feels are just not worth it. What does he feel is worth it? I didn't write the notes here. But he talks about lots of different creams that you can buy that are worth it. Eating well. He says so much of it is genetics and just what you're physically eating, putting in your body. But lots of sunscreen and certain face creams and certain treatments. He says, just spend big money on these few items and don't waste your time with all these other things. Oh, I like that. That's good. Maybe we'll we'll try to get him on the show. There is a lady. I sent this to Carrie. Where did her teeth go? I don't go? know. Maybe Michael Jackson lost them and took them away with his There ghost. is a very strange strange woman who like felt the need to give us all a PSA and she was like for all of you that think I'm still dating the ghost of Michael Jackson (laughs) and I'm like okay this is a joke but it's not she's like we broke up and I am now dating Did he ghost her? Is that how they broke up? He ghosted her. Like, who is she now dating? She says she's now dating the astral projection of Johnny Depp. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I mean, when you stumble upon something like this on TikTok, it is such pure gold. What kind of head injury? <laughs> There are some fucking wackadoos on TikTok. I want to direct message her and ask her. You should. What is the sex like between a ghost and an astral projection? Just put it in the comments and hopefully she'll give us another video. Oh my God. I'll be like, I want to know what is better sex? Ghost sex or astral projection sex? And you're like, speaking from experience, I've had ghost sex and it was great. (laughs) I didn't remember it, but I choked him out or he choked me out or something happened. No, I choked him out. And then I girl squirted everywhere. Oh my God. So you guys can have a lot to talk about. I think we should do a TikTok live with this woman where you both just talk about your sexual encounters with ghosts. 
Um, I wasn't dating that ghost, though. She just took over my body. We were not in a consensual relationship. Also, she wasn't famous. And you saw her in, like, like the gray. Colonial garb. No, the gray yes. colors. Sepia tones. Sepia tones, yes. I just feel like some people, there are definitely people out there, like, we've talked about the time traveler videos that, like, are crazy. And, like, those people are definitely doing it. The kink videos, those people are definitely doing it for follows, for views, for all that stuff. I think this lady just wanted the people to I, know. Yeah, I don't think this woman is aware enough to be like, if I say something so fucking off the wall nutty, people will follow me. But I just need to know everything about this woman. I need to know. I'm going to DM her. I'm going to DM her or comment. comment. I'm going to comment her. So that she can make a video about it because I need to see it. Yeah. I need to see it. It's just too good. Guys, plant propagation. This is the reason why Ashley gets so many plants. I just cannot stop watching people propagating plants. I gotta tell you now, I'm like, maybe I should fucking propagate plants today. I saw a woman who had a cucumber watermelon by accident accident made this hybrid and I was like shit maybe I want a cucumber watermelon <laughs> that just sounds like a bath and body works fragrance that I used to put on my is body in exactly the early 90s that. yes Gen Z the fuck is wrong with you you guys dress so badly can I say that I hate the Gen Z maybe it's because I've been there and done that but like guys get a fucking identity like all of you are in this phase where you have to wear like pants with sunflowers with smiley faces and flares and like big old platforms for like three months and then you're gonna be on to the next thing I just think they dress terribly there's also been a comeback in sublime t-shirts oh I haven't noticed that I've been walking around seeing so many sublime t-shirts on young people I'm like, why? Do you even know who Sublime right. Sublime? Do you even know who Sublime is? Name a Sublime song, okay? If you can't sing Caress Me Down from fucking beginning to end, <laughs> I don't want you yes. wearing a Sublime shirt, okay? Sublime. Don't fucking do it. I'm trying to like babysit my kid who's by babysit I mean she's my child, so it's called parenting, <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I'm not getting paid for it. All that being said about Gen Z fashion, though, I do like the older women, the women of a certain age who dress really well. Who's that one that we follow that I know you must love, too, with the amazing closet who wears like. Oh, yes. The blonde lady. Yeah, I don't know. If she's blonde. She has that dark wood closet that looks like it's two floors yes, with, the with the staircase. That lady, sometimes I don't like what she does. Like sometimes she wears these very big oversized dresses that kind of look like a schmata. But sometimes like she wore like a taffeta plaid holiday skirt with like a Sonic Youth t-shirt. I don't think it was Sonic Youth, but something like that. Sublime. A sublime t-shirt. Um, and like platform boots. And it looks so Vivian Westwood like London punk awesome where the fuck does she live with that I don't closet know. that has like a staircase in it she must sell sublime t-shirts to the masses <laughs> it's the finest mahogany <laughs> closet I've ever seen many leather bound books yeah we gotta edit down the first one and make this the highlight because this is so much funnier than the other one okay women with ADHD I obviously have ADHD I know I'm so convinced I have ADHD <laughs> I'm positive I don't think there's anything they can do about it See, how what do you think the percentage is of women going to their therapist being like I'm pretty sure I have ADHD and their therapist being like why do you think that and they say well TikTok videos have told me I have ADHD they go to their therapist they're like I'll tell you why do 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 you know, you know that do, 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 do. <laughs> the ADHD sign that really gets me. You know what it is? The one where I'm like, oh yeah, shit, that's me. The hobbies that you invest a lot of money into to just drop them. I'm like, oh fuck, 
I have ADHD. <laughs> I watched one yesterday that was like, you don't like loud noises. Like, I hate loud noises. You hate being in large crowds. I was like, I hate large crowds. You're socially awkward. <laughs> I'm just like drunk on laughing. I can't say words right. But they're like, you don't like to be in social circumstances. I was like, I hate that. I'm just like, oh my God. And every time I watch one, I'm like, I have all of these. I'm sitting over here going, should I buy a cricket? Should I, should I buy one for crafts? I don't have time or energy to do anymore, but I, like I need to label some boxes. So I'm going to buy my cricket for a new hobby or maybe I'll get into knitting. Maybe that'll be what I get into. Like, dude, this is my thought process with the ADHD thing. I go through all the things I'm like, oh my God, I have ADHD. Then I go, but so many people that I know that have ADHD, there's not really a cure for it. Like Adderall is a cure. That one time I took Adderall just for fun and it me up. So now maybe I don't want to tell my doctor I have ADHD because I don't want to take Adderall because it really fucked me up. But it made me vomit like everywhere. <laughs> well, literally, I'm seeing my doctor later today about medical marijuana. So maybe just add that one in there. Oh my hey, God. doc, I'm crazy. What can you get for me? Oh, God. ADHD TikTok. I'll, I'll say to my doctor, I'll go. <laughs> you gotta do the hand flick up. What is happening? Like, what is happening? I don't know. Let's move world. on to hashtag anyway. swag bag. Well, those are our TikTok A-Halls. They were fun. We have crying kids. Let's move on. Hashtag swag bag. I don't even have one. TikTok is my hashtag. I mean, the ghost of Michael Jackson is. <laughs> For Sebastian's birthday, he was sent a box of dinosaurs and paint. And you like paint the dinosaurs. And I tell, I have to tell you, he and I have had a lot of fun with this thing. It was a really good gift. We still have a bunch of dinosaurs we have to get through, but we really enjoy like sitting there and painting dinosaurs together. It's fun. I have one that a brontosaurus named Bertha that I painted that I did a beautiful job and she now lives in my closet with me. Love that. My mom did a whole painting dinosaur things with Luna. Yeah, it's very fun and I don't know how much it costs, but I'll find a link. I just had it and then I forgot. Oh, Kevin Murphy, the hair company. They make something called Motion Lotion, which sounds dirty, but that's obviously why they named yeah, of it course. that. I'm the queen of hair products that like I use because I've had so many different hair yeah. lengths and styles that I get something that's good for like that one thing and then it like goes to the back of my closet. Yeah. So I use it when I had very, very short hair, mm. like that mohawk. And so recently I've just had a more laid back attitude about my hair and just being like cutting it myself and just kind of like letting it grow. And I just, on a Sunday that wasn't like an important day for my hair, I used it. Oh my God. It's making my long hair do the most amazing oh. things. Oh, that's good. It's making me like re-love this like awkward grow out period, oh. which is so important when you're growing out your hair. So Kevin Murphy, Motion Lotion. It's very expensive, but you it like lasts it's you a really long it. time. I've had this forever. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that was a good, funny show. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. You should call this episode... Don't listen to this one, Linda. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or mamadramaband.com. 